Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Fanboy Comics Podcast. Of course, I am your host, Clay, and today, today's going to be a little bit different, unfortunately. Um, I have some news about today's books that I wasn't really happy about when I finally realized what was going on. Um, and we'll get more into that once I get into the books, but I just want to say thank you so much for choosing this podcast. If you haven't already, please press that subscribe button and please share the podcast with your friends. It helps me a whole lot. Um, you know, I am starting small and I'm starting with small goals. You know, I when I first started this, I wasn't expecting to be like super famous or anything, but I do want to reach out to people just because I know as a person who used to be you know, a person that didn't have a whole lot of people to talk to about the things that I love, that being comics. Um, I want to reach out to those people that feel like they don't have anybody to talk to. I want to be that person to talk to. I can talk about comics literally every day. And so please share the podcast uh, with your Marvel friends, with your DC friends, with your Shonen Jump anime manga friends. But yeah, uh, with that, let's go ahead and jump into the books. Of course, we're going to be talking about uh, Ultimate Marvel or Marvel's Ultimate Team Up or Ultimate Marvel Team Up. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Ultimate or Marvel's Ultimate Team Up. Uh, I don't. I keep forgetting. Anyway, uh, of course, it is Friday, so we're doing the uh, Friday, sh- the Ultimate Friday show, which is diving deep into the alternate universes of Marvel and DC. That being the Ultimate Universe for Marvel, and of course the Injustice Universe for DC, just because it's had the longest extent of issues. I would say New 52 would probably be that, but in complete honesty, New 52 became the new status quo, which became continuity. Injustice is the one that is the alternate Earth, so we'll stick with that. But let's go ahead and jump into the Marvel books right now all right so marvel ultimate team up ultimate marvel team up however you want to say it um these are issues 10 through 16 and i was wondering wait did i do nine and i looked at the timeline that uh a good friend and listener of the show uh tony gave me and it says that number nine is some wacky out of continuity elseworld Fantastic Four team up and so I thought that was a little odd so I went ahead and just started with 10 I skipped 9 and so I started reading these and guys I was so disappointed so disappointed I only got through because I was supposed to read 10 through 16 I only got to 13 and halfway through 13 and the reason why is I quickly realized that well to be honest i didn't even know that issues one through eight were all bendis i thought just the last few uh five six and or six seven and eight i thought those were bendis and i know iron man was so i was like okay just you know random ones here and there he's doing that's cool you know because he's writing spider-man so i'm like okay that makes sense but i didn't realize everything on marvel team up uh was Bendis and so I was like this is weird this like this is this is peak Bendis dialogue and it was hurting my brain and so I stopped and I I I contacted Tony in our little slack group that we're in for a uh, uh, weird science 
And he said that, oh, yeah, I could have told you, you know, I can only recommend like some, like only a handful of them. And I was like, why didn't you tell me? But, you know, I started thinking about it. And because because Tony said those team ups are not really team ups, but they're origins for characters that we've already known in the regular universe because Bendis hasn't changed their origin. You know, that was that was like the thing about the Ultimate Universe. We saw it tremendously in freaking, what was it, Iron Man. Iron Man had a dramatic change in history. You know, the whole blue skin, the nanites living in his bloodstream, like his brain is technically like throughout his body, like all these different things. And I started to think about it, and I, I'm i enjoying Spider-Man, but Spider-Man isn't even different. Like, there is literally nothing different other than the fact that the villains have a little bit more to do with, like, mutations rather than, like... Because, like, like, let's talk about Osborn, Green Goblin. Green Goblin, in the normal universe, the 616 universe... He is a psychotic human with the dual personality of the Green Goblin. Here, in the Ultimate Universe, he is a mutation. And that's what made him a monster. Okay, so that's different. Same, way, same thing with Doc Ock. Uh, but the only difference with that is instead of being uh, connected through like his back, they connected it through his like front. And I started thinking about Peter... There's nothing different with Peter other than the fact that he has a like relationship with Mary Jane that knows he's Spider-Man like almost right off the bat. There's nothing different and I'm kind of disappointed in that. You know? The it, it kind of ruins the whole take on the Ultimate Friday show with, you know, alternate worlds and alternate takes on heroes and so I'm just like that is a little disappointing. Uh, so I'm still going to go through with the ultimate universe cause I am enjoying it. Uh, but I don't know, man, that, that kind of just left a kind of a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Um, like there was, there was one team up that was Dr. Strange. Legitimately, the only thing that made it different is the fact that it was set in modern times rather than whenever Dr. Strange's origin was created, you know? So, uh, literally everything else was the same, and uh, it was really, really sad. But, with that, <laughs> I do apologize for those who wanted to hear the Marvel team-ups. Um, I thought they were going to be really fun, but I decided to just skip out on the rest because I, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take that Bendis dialogue. If you listen to me in... Uh, the Comic Book Legion podcast, or Batman News Weekly, you know how much I despise Bendis's sing-song, two-step dialogue. And it, it, just, it just bothered me way too much, so I went ahead and, and skipped it. So let's go ahead and jump into the DC books. Of course, this will be uh, Injustice issue number 15, 16, 17, and 18. So we're going to go ahead and start off with issue 15. Now, this issue, we start off with the birth of Connor. Of course, uh, Dinah is having her baby. Um, we have a little bit of a feels moment where she wishes that Oliver could be there. 
And then we immediately jump off to the meat of the story, which is uh, someone or something or something or someone is flying down into Earth. It's about to crash into, uh, I believe it's Metropolis or maybe even I can't, I can't remember where they say it, but it's going to definitely uh, land in a civilized area and nobody can get there in time except for Sinestro. And Sinestro comes down, grabs him, and it's Despero. Uh, Despero is somebody who I'm not very familiar with, because surprisingly, I haven't read a whole lot of issues or comics with him. But um, he is a, like his look is very unique, and you can definitely tell who he is as soon as you see him. But uh, Sinestro starts to fight him, and Despero is so confused. He's like, "What are you talking about? I, you know, your Lantern Corps." beat me up and threw me onto this planet don't act like you don't know what this is and you start to see that Sinestro set up Despero to be a villain so that way he can show how people can trust him and I'm like god damn Sinestro is so freaking evil man so like he even gets his uh green lantern or his yellow lantern uh powers to force Despero to choke Sinestro out and then Sinestro uses his ring to snap his neck and kill Despero and you know John and Hal at that point were getting to him and like hey we're gonna help you we're gonna help you and then he snaps his neck and he's like Hal John I'm so sorry it, you 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 saw this it was my own it was the only way and Hal's like yeah we understand uh and, you know, he even tells John, Hal does, he's like, I can't believe we are in this position where we, like, are actually seeing Sinestro do good. And it's just so freaking evil. You see the little smirk on Sinestro's face because he's flying ahead of them. But we see also, jumping back to the hospital, Harley uh, made her way into the hospital room. She is, of course, in civilian clothing. She doesn't have all of her makeup. So she looks like a normal person of course you see the difference in hair color the black and red uh, and there's a little funny moment there uh with you know assuming that connor may have you know the canary cry and uh but dinah is getting a call from guy gardner and guy is like hey the war is about to begin i am you know i'm on my way and i brought an army and you see like basically half of the Green Lantern Corps and then Mogo right behind them. So things are heating up. It's getting crazy. Uh, I love this. I like, I love this story. I really, really do. There's actual consequences and things are legitimately, you know, happening to the fact of like anybody could die and, you know, you don't know what's going to happen next. Now, of course, if this is an old series. A lot of people have read it. I have not. Um, I'm just familiar with the video games. I've said that numerous times. So I know eventually Hal is going to get a yellow ring. I know that, like, Joker from... Well, actually, I don't know if they actually play into the stuff that ha has happened in the game. I think it's only supposed to be before the game and then after the game. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, but they are there. Uh, when I say they, I mean the Green Lantern Corps. They're making their way to 
a uh, to Earth, and Clark, Superman with Sinestro, uh, make a worldwide broadcast, basically saying that a war is coming, and you need to help defend it. And so you clearly see that Clark is willing to like make the citizens of Earth like human body shields and I'm just like that is so messed up like I it hurts my heart every single time to know that Superman is evil in this story because everybody knows Superman is my all-time favorite hero and to just see that he has become this god awful person it's it's just so heartbreaking so so heartbreaking but we see the uh, Oracle and the Birds of Prey. They are, you know, getting prepared for this attack. Um, Batman, he is still healing from his back being broken. But he is kind of the coordinator with all of this. You know, his strategic mind is definitely something that uh, the uh, the regime needs. And uh, so he actually, uh, at the very end... Uh, they all go to battle, but Batman, uh, he he talks to Zatanna and it says, uh, Zatanna, if the unthinkable happens, don't get involved. We will need you for a plan B. Now send me to Oracle. And then she says, well, they think you're staying here safe, Bruce. He said, yes, they think what I needed them to think, Oracle has agreed not to say anything. I don't care how broken I am. I am going to make sure Superman goes down. So it looks like Batman is definitely wanting to join into the fight. And we go on to the last two issues that we're going to be talking about today. Now here, this is when basically things start to get a little messy. Uh, we see that Bruce is with Oracle and... The Green Lantern Corps has met, or has, you know, finally gotten to Earth's, you know, outer space. And Superman meets them with the Yellow Lantern Corps. And Guy is like, hey, you know, let's go ahead, just settle things now, come with us peacefully, we don't want anybody dead. Like, like these guys, you're teaming up with the Yellow Lantern Corps, you're, you're dealing with Sinestro's core and he says here uh they're this the sinestro core chosen because they can instill fear they're the very definition of bad guy half of them are just spikes and teeth that guy's name is arkillo he literally has kill in the name and so you know it's it's very it's very much a tom taylor uh script in here it's a very much a tom taylor story you know trying to really hit with the uh the funny comical moments here which is fine. I'm, I I don't. It doesn't. It's not out of character for Guy, um, kind of being that snarky person. Uh, but, uh, you know, Superman just he's like, no, I'm not having it. This isn't gonna happen. And Superman hits Guy out of the little force field that they were in, and that leaves the Green Lantern Corps to be like, fine, you know what, attack. And the rest of the Green Lantern Corps just split the you know like freaking uh the the red sea and mogo just freaking hits every single member of the sinestro core and kills them 
like legitimately kills them. And the big thing on the ground floor, you know, the front line, was Guy Gardner said, once you see the green light, that's when you guys can make your move. And they're like, well, what's this green light? What is it going to mean? And Guy's like, don't worry, you will know when you see it. And of course, Mogo using this attack, everybody can see it. Everybody can definitely see it. So that, you know, what happens then is uh, you see at the very end, uh, Alfred is giving Dinah Lance a gun with a bullet with a green tip. So you can automatically assume that this is a kryptonite bullet. And so they say, you know, try not to kill him, just subdue him. And she basically says, oh, I can't make any promises. But uh, issue 18 is very, very interesting. Uh, we see that Superman was able to save Hal and Sinestro, but nobody else. All the rest of the Yellow Lantern Corps uh, is dead, limbs and all. And you see the front line make their move off uh, into the Hall of Justice. Uh, that being Harley... Catwoman, uh, and the rest of the rogue GCPD, and Cyborg goes off to the Watchtower, and, like, before he teleports, he tells Lex, like, hey, I think somebody's in our system, what's going on, I'm gonna try to track them, blah, 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 and before they can really do anything to Lex, Lex is like, Gordon, you need to pay attention to me, I'm the, I'm the mole, I've been helping Oracle, He's like, how, how, like, why should I believe you? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you, you don't understand. Cyborg said that he noticed somebody in his system. If he can track them, then they can track Oracle. And he whispers into Gordon's ear. And he says, he's going to trace the program back to Barbara. And like name dropping Barbara like that, like Gordon's like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, that is, that, this is you. And Lex is, like, telling him, okay, if once we teleport, you have to teleport with me. Otherwise, you know, they'll they'll see that it's just you, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he says, the teleporter needs my biological signature. It will only teleport you to the watchtower if you're with me. But you have to make it look like you took me against my will. If you lose this war, they can't know the truth. And... Gordon says, well, do you know how advanced my cancer is? And he said, and Lex says, yeah, I'm so sorry. And Gordon says, then you know you don't have to worry. Dead men don't tell secrets. And I was like, damn. Um, I completely expect Gordon to die, which really sucks. I mean, the cancer itself would kill him, and so that would have been a heartbreaking thing as well. But... I think this is where Gordon's going to die. And it's just going to be a very heartbreaking thing. You know, we've already seen Ollie die. Um, so now just waiting for Gordon to die is not something that I'm just like, whew, you know? So, and I, and I mean, I mean, we've seen Martian Manhunter die. We've seen a lot more people die on the regime side rather than the, you know, Superman side. Uh, we just saw an entire Yellow Lantern Corps die, but, you know, that's beside the issue. But um, I'm still enjoying the story. 
Um, the art is a little bit more consistent. Uh, there, I feel like this has just had one artist on these four books or these four issues that we talked about today. So I am happy about that. You know, I was really bothered by the fact that it was changing every two issues. And I'm really glad that they're sticking with this guy, whoever this person is. But uh, yeah, with that, guys, very short episode today. Um, I'm sorry that I didn't enjoy the Marvel team-up books. Hopefully, we can jump back into uh, some of the more favorable stories in the Ultimate Universe. But with that, guys, thank you so much again. Like I said, share the podcast. Please press that subscribe button. And um, if you would like to reach me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter, at Fanboy Clay. And then you can also find me on uh, my Gmail. You can go to fanboycomicspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much, and I will see you guys tomorrow for the Saturday show.